0: What's up, guys? My name is Barnes Saunders, and you're listening to the Sunday Recovery Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. And on this podcast, we will be talking about recovery in the broadest, most general sense possible. Recovery is so much more than just getting over something. Whether that be drugs, loss, physical injury, or mental health, the principles of recovery can be applied to all areas of life. And in this podcast, we're going to be focusing on everything and anything that can cause struggles in life or cause great success in life, and how to navigate through the good and the bad times, as well as getting on the path of recovery from any and all setbacks or choices that may have led you down the wrong path. Another thing I want to emphasize is recovery is a constant progression forward. And what that means is recovery doesn't ever end. You can recover from something and then always fall right back to where you were. That's why in recovery, and especially here on the Sunday Recovery Podcast, you won't hear us talk about how to recover and be finished. Recovery is always pushing forward and striving for betterment, even when the original reason for starting recovery is no longer a factor in your daily life. So, yeah, guys, once again, I would just like to say thank you to everyone that tuned in to this week's episode and joining me today on this week's episode of the Sunday Recovery Podcast. I'm truly honored. I'm super pumped. Um, a good friend of mine, Matt V. Um, so, welcome to the podcast,
1: Matt. Thanks for coming on today. Thanks, Barnes. I'm happy to be here. Um, hope that I can, you know, uh, have some some positive things to share with people and hopefully help some, uh, you know, people that might be struggling with their uh, self-esteem and their, their self-worth and uh, just go over some of the things that have worked for me.
0: Absolutely, man.
1: Well, thanks again, man. I really appreciate
0: it. Um, I'm super glad we are able to link up and make this happen. Um, But yeah, guys. So just as you heard, um, you know, Matt already mentioned the topic and the topic for this week is self-esteem. Um, so, you know, this episode, we're going to be focused on, you know, just what Matt said, you know, I really think you hit the nail right on top of the head, man, you know, types of ways to, you know, work on self-esteem, the importance of self-esteem, especially in recovery, um, but of course, in all aspects of life as well, as, um, you know, I've certainly learned that almost everything that relates to recovery also relates to the majority of my life, if not my whole life. But yeah, we'll talk about, uh, you know, developing self-esteem, practicing self-esteem. A super important thing for me is the whole concept and idea of self-talk and the importance of positive self-talk, how to, you know, work on that, get a little bit better in that. But yeah, so Matt, I kind of just want to kick things off um, by asking the question of you know, like what is self-esteem? Um, I've heard, you know, various definitions of it. You know, everyone I talk to seems to have similar, but everyone kind of has a different take on it. Um, and I also think it's really important to be able to have a definition of that that's like kind of personal. Um, so like, what does self-esteem really mean to you?
1: Well, um, you know, self-esteem to me, um, it's just like, it's always been something in my life. I've had some struggles with, you know, um, like, uh, but I'd say self-esteem is like very important to me. And I'd say it probably, you know, would be like your, your self-worth and kind of just, um, acknowledging that you have like a value and, um, you know, and kind of seeing, you know, the big picture and not just focusing on your negative attributes, but being able to, you know, take what is positive about your character, your personality, your abilities, and um, kind of, you know, take those positive qualities and try to expand on them. And also to be willing to work on the things that you struggle with, um, I think helps build, um, self-esteem, which to me is just kind of like, you know, basically, um, you know, not having a negative self image of myself. And I'll tell you firsthand, um, as an addict and being in recovery, you know, it's just, um, I think a lot of my drug use, you know, stemmed a lot from uh, self-centered fear and that, um, really developed from a lack of self-esteem, maybe like, you know, if you were younger, you got bullied or something and like, you know, or maybe, uh, you know, you had, uh, you know, just someone said something and you took it to heart and they might've just been saying it to boost their, you know, egos. And, um, you know, you internalize that instead of internalizing, you know, your positive attributes and you kind of take that in as your identity and that can build a negative, um, self image, you know, and I think that, self-esteem is so important to recovery. And I think that um, it's really built by, you know, gratitude and just being able to, you know, acknowledge that you do have strengths. You do have characteristics that are positive and you are worth something, you know, um, my, my drug addiction, you know, in general, you know, somehow just always beat me down and it always told me you're never going to be anything, you know, you can't do anything right. There's no reason to even try, you might as well just keep using. So it's like, to me, um, you know, self-esteem, even though I didn't look up the, the Webster's dictionary or Google it real quick, um, you know, it's, it's, I still know, um, you know, even though I can't give that exact definition that it's very crucial, um, to recovery and trying to find a better way of life, you know, um, and giving up those drugs, you know, for, for me, they were, um, they were really the core, um, of like the destructive force in my life. And and they had to be removed for me to, um, to get any sense of, uh, self-esteem and just to have anything outside of like feeling guilty and and ashamed of myself all the time. Um, you know, and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that the longer I stay in this process and the more I gain some self-acceptance and also acceptance of others, the more like, self-esteem I can build, you know. Um I think I don't know. Did you want to add anything, Barnes? I didn't want to go run off on some (laughs) tangent. No, dude, that was bro,
0: you you went above (laughs) and beyond, man. Like, (laughs) like seriously, dude, so much, so much of that I can like truly relate to um on a deep level. You know, I I totally feel the same way. For me, like what self-esteem really means to me is, you know, it's how I view myself. And that's not just the outside thing either. And you kind of touched on that, you know, it's, it's, yes, it's the image of myself, and it's how I view myself on the outside, but the majority of self esteem is how I feel how I think about myself, you know, it's the set of values that I place on myself, right, you know, it's the amount of worthiness or validation, self validation, Um. It's I really I for me, I really think a great way to describe my self-esteem is the, you know, the overarching amounts of, you know, contribution that I bring to situations or contribution that I can bring to other people, whether that be in conversations, relationships, um, friendships, you know, it's you know, it's how am I able to view my own personal contribution? You know, and it's it's the way that I think and feel about myself. Right. Right. Um But yeah, man, just just everything you said, I can relate to, dude. You know, I've also struggled with self-esteem um, for a really long time. Myself as well. Um, the majority of my life. And for me, I would always hide it. You know, I would always I would always do like the most outlandish things or I would try to, you know, be doing so many things, um getting involved in. So many situations, like, you know, for me, a lot of it was, you know, I was always on go mode, like what was the next right. biggest party, right. the next, you know, what was the biggest thrill or the biggest exciting, you know, thing that I could be doing kind of to try and compensate for the insecurities and the lack of self-esteem I had for myself. Yeah. Um, and man, I can totally relate. Like, if I'm being honest, I truly do believe now Um And I never thought this was the case before, like, especially during my active addiction and, you know, substance abuse, I would never say something like, oh, yeah, I have low self esteem and it contributes to my, you know, my substance abuse issues. But like now I'm able to I'm able to look at that and say, you know, I was really overcompensating for, you know, the feelings I had about myself. You know, it didn't really matter, you know, what other people thought of me. What mattered was what I thought they thought of. Right, right. right. Um, and that that right there contributed to that, you know, that lack of self-esteem.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I like what you're, uh, where you're going with this, Barnes. And if I can try to articulate my thinking, I, I think what you're kind of touching on is like self-esteem, you know, the most important aspects of self-esteem is not external validation, but how I'm viewing myself internally and like, you know, how I internalize my own personal self-worth. And, you know, ultimately, what other people think, if it doesn't matter to me, then I probably, you know, I'm building really good self esteem. But at the same time, like, you know, if I if I sat here and and tried to tell myself or anyone else that I didn't care what people think, like, I'd be lying to myself. And I'd be probably lying, you know, and I'd also, you know, just be you know, lying to them as well. I mean, when I when I like somebody, you know, if I like a girl or even a guy, like, you know, and I think that they're cool, they're my role model, like I want them to like me. And if they if they, you know, don't seem to like me for whatever reason or, you know, they're with someone else or whatever, you know, is going on, that can affect my 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 self-worth. But um, you know, it's like self-esteem ultimately I think it it, it gets built on the inside out. And, um, you know, I think that when I was young, you know, when I was uh, just a kid in like elementary school, like I was always a class clown and I was so happy to um, to get that external validation of people laughing just because, you know, even if it was at my expense. But, um, you know, in later years, I think that that was detrimental because I was building everything by the perceptions of everyone else. And like, you know, I had to build some positive foundation internally and figure out what was important to me and, um, and, and try to, um, you know, grow in those things and, and persevere. Perseverance for me is really important. Like um, just to keep trying at things that are important to me because, um, you know, I don't think it's always about being like, you know, super good at something. I think that it's kind of the climb and just improving, At whatever your hobby or job or, um, you know, whatever you're endeavoring to work on um, builds a lot of self-esteem. I think that if you are, you know, let's say maybe really awful at something and you want to get better at it, you want to be good at it. Like if you work through that time when you're absolutely awful at it and then you just become like, you know, not good at all, but better like the sense of satisfaction, you're going to build self-esteem because you said to yourself, basically that like, I'm worth enough to keep trying. I'm worth enough to keep working at what is important to me, you know? And I don't, you know, I'm just speaking like, you know, from, you know, a point of view of something that I still struggle with. Um, I struggle with procrastination. I still struggle with, um, that internal voice, You know, saying, like, you know, it's not even worth it. You're not good enough. You can't. But, you know, um, I've just learned that self-esteem, you know, and saying I can do something, it doesn't mean to me, like, oh, I'm going to succeed, and if I don't, then, like, I was wrong. It means if I say I can, then I have the capacity to grow and actually become better at that once I acknowledge. If I say I can't do something off the bat, it's certain I can't, you know? (laughs) It's like... So, you know, for me, it's just like, it's kind of having like, you know, I'm willing to give this my best shot kind of attitude. And I've just noticed that when I genuinely try my best and not like to the point of exhaustion, but you know, like really give it like a good shot. Like, even if I fail at something, I generally am okay with me because I know I gave it my best effort. And like, I think that there's something internal that like, um, you know, I, I, I can be proud of myself for giving it my best effort. And, 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 and you know, the majority mm. of the time, you know, I think that I'm more hard on myself than anybody else. And, um, you know, and, and I really should give myself um, more credit, you know. Um, I think that uh, sometimes I can get so caught up, like you were saying, with like, you know, chasing the next thing, that I'll t- I won't take the time to, to look back and just acknowledge how far I've come and what I've accomplished. And sometimes that can exhaust me, you know? And it's like yeah, so man. important to just like, to take a step back and be grateful and to look at the things that I have done up to this point, instead of just being on go mode all the time, like next project, next thing, next this. Um, not only is it exhausting, but it causes a lot of anxiety. And I think if I just take a minute to step back and be like, I'm doing okay. Like I'm doing all right. Like and and I'm trying to help other people. Like um, you know, I, I definitely am a firm believer that uh, addiction is a is a form of like complete self centeredness. You know. Oh yeah. Dude. And 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 I'm no like you know saint or anything, but I've just noticed that like when I put someone else's needs ahead of mine and try to help someone else, like I get better through this process. And I get more okay with me and can live a better life when I take the time to try to help someone who might be struggling with something that I've I've had some experience with and I might be able to help them and take the time to try to help them, you know, to go out of my way and try to do those things, you know, but, um, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, man, dude, absolutely, man. Um, the whole thing about, you know, getting outside of that self-centeredness, um, dude, it's a huge part of recovery. Um, and it's yeah. a huge you know, it's a huge piece of being able to, you know, develop self-esteem that's positive, you know, in a way that, you know, you're not only trying to, you know, feel better about yourself through, like you said, that outside validation. Um, And I really like the example of, you know, being a class clown that you use. Um, <laughs> you know, I can relate to that in the sense where it's like, Man, like I, looking back on it and thinking about it now, like when I was younger and like middle school and high school, um, and just growing up in general, I was really a social uh, chameleon. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, it really didn't matter, you know, who it was, what the situation was, you know, I just wanted everyone there to like me. Um, I wanted to be everyone's friend, and um, I would, you know, I. Can look back and think of times where, you know, I would do stuff because I was in certain situations um, and I just wanted to impress people or okay. have people see me as like super outgoing and like the life of the party or, you know, someone that was like always down for whatever, you know, wasn't right. hesitant, wasn't afraid of anything. Right. Um, I don't know. I can definitely, so you, you said you were the class clown. I feel like I was, you know, I was like the hype man, you know, like, Oh, like, that's what you want to do. Let's go. Let's right, do it. Right. I'm, down, yeah. I'm down to do that too. Yeah. Um, and it ended up, man, it ended up like, you know, like, like you said, like it, um, dude, it it brought me into a lot of sticky situations and it kind of led me to, you know, throughout my active addiction, I really didn't have any sort of, you know, self-worth like the value that I, envisioned of myself was to be that hype man like to right. you know turn turn any situation that I was in you know I saw myself as a guy who would take it to the next level make right. things more exciting make things more crazy more outlandish um and I man I used to like I used to think it was so cool like to hear people say like oh Barnes like oh BK like my nickname is BK actually <laughs> nice if you know that but like yeah. It's my first and middle initials, but, um, nice. but yeah, I would, I would think it was so cool when someone said, Oh, Barnes, like, he's crazy, dude. He's crazy. Like, <laughs> Oh, BK, BK's, he's on his way, man. He's crazy, man. Just wait till he gets here. Like, um, and like now in all, in all reality, you know, all I was really doing was trying to build myself up through outside validation. Um, right. Right. And if anything, man, that's like the total opposite yeah. of, actually building positive, healthy self-esteem. Um, like you said, man, the core of it has to come from within.
1: Absolutely. I, I definitely think that that's like the essence of it is like, you know, we can have those things outside ourselves that make us feel better, but haven't built that core, like internal, you know, self-esteem that I'm going to be okay, regardless of outside circumstances. Like, you know, we're kind of just like, you know, paper thin at that point, And the slightest thing could just like ruin our day. And I definitely grew up that way. I mean, um, I mean, I don't think I was really a hype man, but I was just, I always wanted to make people laugh. And I think I saw it in a Jim Carrey movie somewhere. Jim Carrey said like, oh, what do you want me to do? Lower and debase myself for the amusement of complete strangers? He's like, yeah, I can do that. And that was like, kind of just like, that was like, that was how I was (laughs) as a kid. You know, I was just like, I, I loved, um, you know, to make people yeah. laugh, and I guess like you know, the joke was kind of on me in the long run when you know adolescence hit and we got in the middle school. You know, it just seemed like people were more laughing at me than with me, and um, you know, it just it's, it's like I I had, I had built myself up, you know, to this this high self esteem that was all based on um you know if people liked me or not, and um, that just caused me to like plummet when I when I got bullied. And um, I, I think that without a doubt, like, you know, I definitely have some mental, you know, struggles, like I have ADHD, I have dyslexia. And like, when I got my driver's license, like, to this day, I don't know what it is, but I cannot navigate places I've been millions of times. And you know, as a 16 year old, and kids are goofing off and talking about these things. I mean, you know, Matt, are you retarded? I'm just like, damn, am I retarded? Like, (laughs) you know, like, why is this? And, you know, it, 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 it definitely, um, it influenced, uh, me and my thinking. And it, it, it basically, like, I realized that my, if my self-worth is all in negative, you know, and I think that I'm like worthless, I'm stupid, I'm useless. If that becomes something that I internalize, like I'm in big trouble And that's when I'm going when I turned to drugs and then like completely got out of control with it because the drugs initially, you know, allowed me to hide those feelings and feel good. And then eventually, you know, they just, you know, didn't work the way they used to. Um, I got into a lot of trouble you know, with the law. And um, like you were saying, like, I always wanted to be that guy who was crazy. And it's just like, for me, I'm like, well, I ended up in the psych ward for like seven years. So I'll tell you, I kind of want to stay away from the whole crazy thing, you know, but, um, you know, I have to have that acceptance, you know, of my past and everything and how far I've come, you know, a lot of people who ended up, uh, you know, in a mental institution like me, never really get released into society and, and have that, um, you know, rehabilitation process actually successful, you know? And, um, you know, I don't mean to say that to like boost my ego, but it's something that I should give myself some credit. And when I do fall into low self-worth, because uh, for me, it can kind of flip flop from day to day and, 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 you know, time to time, but um like, it's so crucial to just have that positive um, outlook, you know, and to, to always work work on things, but yeah, <laughs> but not man, to the absolutely. point where I'm going to exhaust myself and not acknowledge, you know, what I have worked on up to this point and give myself a credit and, and some uh, a break here and there, you know?
0: Yeah, man, we, we all need to give ourselves a little more credit. Um, you know, there's, I don't know, it's countless things that I can think of that, you know, should have, you know, completely you know, stopped me from what I'm able to do today, where I'm at in my life today. Um, And just the fact that, you know, I made it through some situations in my life. Yes, they were due to the direct results of my own decisions. Right. Um, But just from being able to turn that around and um, just like being where I'm at today in my life, you know, I, I catch myself oftentimes, you know, getting outside of gratitude because something, something small or inconvenient will happen to me. (laughs) And, you know, I'll start thinking like, oh, like, you know, am am I messing up? You know, can I really handle this? You know, am I good enough? All those thoughts wherein, man, in reality, just like you said, like if I were to just take that step back, give myself a little credit, um, just be grateful for the moment, grateful for where I'm at today, you know, then I would be able to, you know, kind of reframe that whole thought process. Um, And that's actually, dude, that's actually a really big key point of the topic of self esteem is you know for me it's being able to rephrase the way that i talk to myself you know my own self thoughts my own you know internal dialogue that i have with myself and pe- people tend to you know kind of us- underestimate the power of our thoughts you know like if i think oh man i'm never going to get back in a good shape you know oh man i'm overweight or, oh, man, I'm not really smart. I'm not really good at math. Then, um, you know, just by having those thoughts, I'm hindering myself in every single one of those areas that I just said. But, um, you know, and it, it can be something as simple as instead of saying to myself, oh, you know, I'm just not good at math. You know, instead of having that thought and changing it to something super simple and small, right? It seems small. But if I instead think, oh, I'm getting better at math or, oh, I'm working to get back into good shape. You know, instead of saying, oh, I'm fat, I'm lazy. You know, if I think to myself, oh, I'm losing weight, I'm working towards having more energy. um, Then it's like, bro, it's like a whole like 180 in our actions.
1: And also, you know, um, don't let anyone tell you different. You know, a lot of people, you know, who who are exercising all the time and they're so, you know, driven to take care of themselves or they're so driven to be like on the honor roll, you know, that's often uh, from a lack of self-esteem. Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not. You know, (laughs) that's, that's often rooted in the fact that they do not feel good about who they are and they want to change themselves on the outside to try to fix what they haven't looked at on the inside. Yeah. So I, I definitely think you don't need to be, um, so hard on yourself for that. I, I certainly um, <laughs> have had times where I got into exercise and I was using it to counteract um stresses in my life, um to substitute for the drugs. Um, and now, you know, I've actually probably done some, some damage to my joints from, from lifting. And, uh, you know, having just turned 40, like, I'm just like, man, I just need to do like cardio and stuff because like, I've really like put a lot of damage on my joints from like just being on and on lift on and off uh, lifting weights, you know, throughout my life. And, um, you know, I, I think that working on things for the right reasons is good. But like, you know, I, I think like all our goals is like, it should be, it should be for us not to, appe- not to, um, you know, make someone else happy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And, um, Dude, I, and I, I struggle with that great. a little- um, just to kind of like touch on that, like, I've always just had a, um, a problem with my appearance. Like I, I've always, you know, been so self-conscious of how I look and just had like a lack of acceptance, like, you know, um, about how I look and, and I don't know what it is, but, um, you know, it's, it's definitely, you know, when people th- see you and they say like, oh, wow, he's in good shape. It's like a lot of the times that's because, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, deal with an insecurity about not accepting myself. And um, if I could accept myself more, you know, I think that I would be, um, you know, I'd be a lot better off and, and happy. And I, and I usually try to stay in that mind frame, but I've just kind of developed things through the years, these coping mechanisms, you know, that are sometimes healthy and sometimes not. And I just kind of have to always find, you know, the positive things and, and pursue the ones that are, you know bringing more positivity and happiness into my life and not doing things just to do them because of a force of habit you know
0: yeah man absolutely um dude, and i i really like the point you made on on acceptance right and just struggling to accept you know like yourself for who you are um i can totally relate of course as you know it's like it's like everything you say you're like you know telling exactly how i how i feel a lot of the times man <laughs> But, yeah, I I struggle with acceptance a lot. Um, And a big thing for me that I, you know, I struggle with accepting my past, too. Um, You know, not just, like, where I'm at today or, you know, my appearance or, you know, I struggle with accepting, like, the stuff I've done. Um, And I feel like, for me, that plays a big role into self-esteem. But the one thing, you know, one of the main things that I feel is such a, like, helpful driving force towards my you know, development of more positive self-esteem is, you know, unable for me to get towards that acceptance. I have to work on the way that I, you know, think to myself and the way that I talk to myself about the things that I'm struggling to accept. Um, like for instance, um, just an example for me is, you know, I struggle to accept some of the, you know, like friendships or relationships I've lost in the past due to my active addiction. Um and oh yeah, yeah. me too.
1: <laughs> no, but I um I totally relate to what you were saying, man. Um, you know, my addiction um took me to you know levels where a lot of my like you know people that I thought were like BFFs, you know, um they they had to move on because the addiction had just become so mm-hmm. destructive in my life, and um you know I think that that affected my self worth and like you know I i kind of developed like resentments toward them and um you know today though i think like i need to practice like forgiveness to myself for what i what i did you know because i know that that was just out of my control once right, i was using right. and also just like accept that like you know my friends you know um you know they they just moved on with their lives you know and they you know are still like you know living you know, good lives. And like, you know, if I'm really their friend, like I should just be happy for them. And, um, you know, I'm still in this process and I haven't really, um, gotten to like, you know, uh, making amends to them or anything like that. But, um, you know, it's just, uh, I can't, I can't let my past, um, dictate my future, you know, like I have to forgive myself. Um, Me personally, like I've just kind of come to terms actually just from, you know, having six years uh, drug free and then having a relapse, you know, it was so um, traumatizing. It was so like spirit, spiritually bankrupting. I just, the shame and guilt was a hundred times more than I thought it would be once I had picked up and um, to have gotten clean again, you know, I just kind of, um, I just kind of like realized that like, you know, I have to like forgive myself and just acknowledge that the drugs change who I am. They it's no longer me when I'm using, you know, so, you know, just because I lost um, friendships during those times, you know, it's like I have to forgive myself and my friends because, you know, I was using at the time and just to acknowledge, you know, that um, that it was the drugs and not me. I wasn't the the person doing those things and, um, you know, and there, and life goes on and I can still, you know, as long as I stay clean and I stay, you know, purpose driven and, uh, you know, and keep working on my goals, you know, and, and working with people and trying to help the next yeah. person, you know, um, I build new relationships and new friendships, you know, and I think that, um, maybe holding on to the past of those friendships, you know, what if I did have those friendships and they never got jeopardized and I never stopped you? Does that mean we'd still be friends today? Maybe, maybe we'd both be adults and be like, hey, I'm living my life doing adult stuff, taking care of the family, whatever, you know? So it doesn't mean that, like, you know, those are lost. It's just like your life branched in another direction. Yours went this way and yeah, his went man, exactly. way, this yeah. went that way. This person's that way. And, 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 you know, um, and if there's any animosity there, you know, you kind of just have to let that shit go. Yeah. You know, I mean, really just let it go because, um, you know, to me, like resentments is like the force of negativity in Mm -hmm. my life. Like when I resent something, you know, that's gonna, um, that's gonna flip flop, like everything positive I have going for me. You know, I think that (laughs) like, like you were saying, just like, like how you can suddenly just like have, if something doesn't go right your day, that's in your day. It's like, that's self-centered. Uh, you know, it's like, it's kind of like a self-centered outlook. Like it's, everything's got to be this way, but then I'll get a resentment because it didn't go my way. And, and it's like, everything's flipped because of the resentment. If I have acceptance that like, okay, this didn't go my way. It's like, then I can still have like a pretty good day, you know, yeah. instead of just like, you know, um, having one thing set me off, you know, um, and I get better at it. The more I recover, you know, I used to get road rage really bad. And now like people just like, I mean, still people do dumb stuff on the road. I'm sure I do dumb stuff sometimes on the road and and things that might irritate others. But like, when I have that acceptance, it's like, you know, if I get cut off, it's like, you know, even if this person did it intentionally, it's like, well, they just won because they wanted to make me mad, you know, and now they made me mad. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think that, uh, I don't know, I'm kind of rambling there. I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely getting better at it though. And I think that, you know, self-acceptance and trying to help the next person helps me build self-worth because if I can help another addict, you know, stay clean and find a new way to live, like, how can I not build self-worth? Because yeah, I'm actually right. like, I'm, save someone's life you know and and i can't resent that like i've lost friends to this disease man to this addiction you know i i I have and um you know but to try to help save the ones that are still here um you know that's a really noble endeavor and if you can't build self-esteem on that then i mean i don't know what to tell
0: you (laughs) you know what i mean yeah man dude it's it's huge to you know that's something i'm you know, like beyond grateful for today in my life is every day just, you know, I finally have meaningful relationships in my life where I'm able to, you know, help people reach out, be there for others, um, and just be there to support others as well. Um, and in turn, you know, it kind of allows me to, you know, realize that yes, you know, my past is my past. And, you know, I struggle to accept that sometimes, but it's okay. It's natural to struggle with acceptance. Um, You know, and one thing that I will say for me, man, is I know for a fact that I am my biggest critic. Um, So whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it is, man. I will be harder on myself than anyone else can be on me. You know, I will talk down to myself. I will beat myself up more than almost anyone else. Um, And yeah, man, and, and something I've been working on lately is you know, just like you said, like to work towards, you know, a deeper level of acceptance and building that self-worth, building that self-esteem. I've been, it's kind of like a little practice that I've been kind of trying to do more recently mentally is anytime I catch myself or notice myself, you know, being hard on myself, having those, you know, having that internal dialogue and that self-talk of, I didn't do this good enough. I need to work on this more. I am struggling to accept this, instead of sitting in that and just spiraling out of control with those sorts of negative thoughts of like, you know, my own thoughts being hard on myself, I catch myself going into that, I take a step back. And in that moment, I try to think about one thing. And it doesn't have to be like a huge thing for me, I just try to sit there and think about one thing that I'm grateful for. And one thing that I'm proud of. Um, even if it's something small, like you know, I called my mom and caught up with her the other night, you know, and it was, you know, it felt really good to be able to call my mom and just catch up with her, you know, like I've, a you know, rebuilding that relationship of trust and care with her after everything I put her through. Um, and that's something I'm hugely proud of. But it's like, like you said, man, in those moments when I get caught up in, oh, I'm not good enough, I messed this up, you know, I had this really good thing going and, you know, I screwed it up and I can't accept that, you know, I try to take a step back, say, you know what, it's okay. It's okay to have those thoughts. What's not okay is to sit in those and let those dictate how I feel about myself. Um, and it's hard, man. And it takes practice and it's, it's something I'm working on on a daily basis. It's just, just trying to find that one thing I'm proud of.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I struggle with that too. Uh, Barnes, like, um, I'm definitely my own biggest critic and, um, you know, sometimes I'll be like, you know, maybe just playing like a, a game of chess and it becomes like obsessive. And then when I lose, like I get really upset and I'm like, yeah, so so when I lose at this chess game, like everything positive that I did all day just gets thrown out the window because I'm being so negative and hard on myself and being my own worst critic, which is turning me into my own worst enemy. And it's like, Basically, that's when like you were saying, I have to take a step back and be like, hey, but at least I got this and I'm grateful that my family is there for me and providing for they're happy that I'm not using and I'm trying to do something better with my life, you know, they don't have to worry today, that I'm not going to come home or that I could die in the street or like, you know, they don't have to have that worry. You know that I'll get locked up. You know for you know the results of me using. You know, and I'm, I'm grateful for the people in recovery that are here for, to support me. And when I, when I take that in and I internalize it, like my my self esteem, you know, kind of gets back at like a level where I can can function and be effective. You know, um, at the level where where I'm, you know, able to accept what I'm doing. You know, and 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 being able to just like know that I'm okay with like, you know, doing, doing the best I can basically. And, you know, doing the next right thing, you know? Um
0: Yeah, man, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's so huge for me. And it's, um, it's something that I'm like, I've been practicing a lot lately is, you know, just like you said, like being able to catch myself in the moment and say, well, at least I did X, Y, Z, or at least I'm not doing X, Y, Z, you know, finding, a thing in that moment. Um, And like you said, it doesn't have to be huge life-changing, but it, you know, it can be something that, you know, it's for me, at least, I know it's super easy for me to kind of forget the things that I'm truly grateful for in a moment that I'm beating myself up. You know, if I'm mad at myself for something in that moment, I'm not thinking about all the stuff I'm grateful for. Um, And when I struggle with that, especially with acceptance, when I'm struggling, struggling to accept something, Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's huge for me to be able to practice gratitude and, you know, just take a couple deep breaths, realize that, you know, it's okay that I'm struggling with this. You know, that's, that's the whole point of this thing, man, is, you know, to be able to talk to myself and tell myself I'm working on this, I'm getting better. I'm progressing. I'm moving forward. I'm improving. Um, and for me, man, that is, that's another huge concept of self-esteem. Is you know being able to catch myself when I'm negative and turn it into a positive thing of growth. You know it's okay. Like I'm not perfect, and you know I can accept the fact that I'm not perfect. Um, if I'm being honest, man, I don't ever want to be perfect because if I'm perfect, then I can't progress anymore. Um, <laughs> I me, like that. progression. <laughs> yeah, man. For me, uh, for me, progression and growth and improving upon myself man, it keeps me going, you know, it motivates me, it encourages me, it allows me to improve my self esteem, just by knowing that I have stuff that I'm working on, it makes me, you know, improve a more positive vision of who I am, what my value is, what my worth is.
1: Um, Absolutely.
0: And, and stuff like, you know, the it's the whole thing about like, you know, it's the it's the quote, like Rome wasn't built in a day. Um, You know, I don't ever, you know, try to tell myself like, Oh, I need better self-esteem tomorrow. I'm going to have better self-esteem. Like it just doesn't work like that. Um, Right. Right. No, I'm, I'm very cognizant of like, yes, my self-esteem has greatly improved, um, since I got clean and sober. Um, but you know, at the same time, it's not something where I'm like, I can never see myself reaching a level of, you know, I have enough self-esteem or I'm enough self-positive. Um, you know, it's always something I can improve on. Um, yeah, but it's not to get confused with ego. Um, ego yeah. is something totally different. Um, yeah. and and actually, I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you brought up that point because for me, that's actually um, that's kind of how I view like one of the key differences between you know self confidence, self esteem, you know high self value, high self worth. Um, a big difference between that and ego for me is you know, when I'm, when I'm being egotistical, you know, I think I got it. You know, I think I've, you know, I have, um, not necessarily have anything, but I think that I am the best at
1: whatever it it's is. It's a point of view that you're, yeah, that you're, you're, you're the top dog, that you're the best. Yeah, exactly. It, and nobody yeah. else can touch you. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I don't mean to like open up a can of worms, but to me, like, you know, the phrase ego stands for easing God out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that goes hand in hand with me and not to be like too spiritual, but like, like faith and hope are like one and the same for me. And like, I think that, um, you know, to to build hope, like I have to like, you know, think of something greater than myself, you know, so that I don't have this ego that I'm like, you know, the center of the universe or the center of the world or the most important thing. And, um, you know, I think if, if people, you know, are agnostic and they struggle with that, I think that, um, you know, just having role models and people that you look up to is, is very beneficial as well. Um, but for me, like, uh, you know, turning that over to a higher power, you know, even if it's just in my conscious also helps me let go of the need to control everything, which I think is a lot of part of ego Mm -hmm. as well, is that Mm -hmm. want to control everything and everyone around me, you know, you know, and um, yeah, it just, it just always ends up being a negative thing. You know, Um, I just have to, you know, uh, kind of, you know, just, just, you know, put my faith in a higher power. Cause then I no longer have to try to control outcomes. It gives me like, you know uh, the ability to mm. let go, you know, yeah, and, and, and let something yeah, else man. and say, I'm okay with this. I don't have to, I don't have all the answers. So, you know, higher power, like help me figure this out, you know, and then that way I don't, you know, have an ego that says that I'm the best at something, or I'm so smart. If I know nothing, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> if I, if I can say that I don't know anything, you know, then I at least have the capacity to learn, Yeah, you know, because I'll be like, okay, I, I want to learn about this. So I, I can succeed, yeah. you know, Abs- um, absolutely. Yeah. Man. I'm very scatterbrained. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure you're definitely seeing my ADD, my attention span just bouncing all over the place, <laughs> you know, but I, I, I try to help. I really, <laughs> I try to give some positive, you know, um, ideas before I think of something totally, you know, unrelated to what I just talked (laughs) about. It just like pops in my head. And
0: And that, um, that, everything you just said actually really hit home for me. Um, you know, one, one, one thing I like to do when, um, when I think about ego and, um, like trying to catch myself when I, you know, get in an egotistical mode. Um, like you said, man, it's like being the best or having that mindset that I have nothing to learn. Um, like, I realize I'm being egotistical when I don't want anyone's help or I don't need to improve. Um, Like when I'm doing something or thinking about something and I have those thoughts or, you know, my wording or my actions reflect that, you know, I'm acting in a way that I feel like, oh yeah, there's no way I can do any better than this. There's no way anyone could do better than this for that matter in whatever it is. You know, when I'm at that point, that's when ego's taking over.
1: Um, no, no such person exists, man. Exactly. You know, yeah, just, exactly. There's and, always going to be someone, you know, that can do this better, yeah. or or that did it better this day. You know, I mean, it's always good to strive for improvement, but um, I definitely think that that's ego, and and, and ego, you know, when it takes over, it's just something that's going to tear you down later. Yeah. If I if I believe this, and then I have you know, this earth shattering thing that I'm not, you know, what my delusion of grandeur said was the best at this at <laughs> skateboarding. And then I went online and I saw, you know, all these X Games guys. And I said, oh, geez, it's like, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> if I can accept where I'm at, you know, I can just, you know, I, I still have that ability to grow and get better, you know, yeah. but, um, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, just in general, like there's no one, even if it's like, you know, Someone who's an exceptional athlete, one of the best people in like a sport or something like, um, you know, I think if they're not humble enough to, to, you know, basically, you know, reach for something outside of their ego to make them feel better. Like I just, I think it's just, it's just right waiting to be, you know, broken, you know, some point. You know, someone's gonna beat someone's record. It just it happens over and over yeah. in history. You know, I'm sure. You know, people said like, you know, Babe Ruth. No one will ever hit any more home runs than Babe Ruth in 1909 or whatever. You know, <laughs> I'm not yeah, the biggest sports like factoid guy, but you know, and it's just like those things are made to be broken. So I mean, it's just like we're we're all human here, and you know, to 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 uh, you know, f- fuel my ego. You know, is is always you know a, a step in the wrong direction for me. Like I want yeah. my esteem to be based on growth, not on a, a falsification that, like you know, I'm the best at this or that. You know.
0: Yeah, exactly, man. That's um, yeah, bro. You you hit it right on. You know, right on top.
1: I, I do believe we all have gifts, though, and and you know we yeah. should we should take our strengths and work on those and 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 give those gifts back to the world you know, to, to, to share with them, not to gloat, you know, like to, to, to help us find our own individual purpose, if that makes any sense, you know?
0: Yeah, it's, it absolutely does, man. Um, and yeah, man, the, uh, the, the point you said about, you know, the, the self-esteem factor being, you know, believing in yourself that you can improve and that you can grow, like, like that is self-esteem like and it's so important having that belief in yourself um and just like you said man the difference between that is you know like the difference between that and ego is just you know the ego is not believing that you need to grow or you know not yeah. accepting not having that humility um but yeah man i definitely i definitely i definitely have a a lot of hope for you know the growth and um The Like you said, man, the ability to just, you know, be able to improve my self-esteem by, you know, focusing on the small things that I am grateful for, that I am proud of, and focusing on, you know, realizing the gifts that I do have um, and being able to share those and being able to be there for others. Um, I think, you know, not you know, not being self-centered and wanting to control everything or influence every situation Um, and just being able to honestly sit with myself, accept me for who I am today, accept and find joy in the fact that, you know, I'm looking forward to growth and progression. Um, You know, for me, that's one of the most positive things that I am, you know, improving upon every day um, is, is being able to accept and you know, be excited and find enjoyment in the process and in the journey. Um, and you brought, you brought that up earlier. It was like, um, I, f- I forget what you said, but it was, it was something about the journey, being able to enjoy it, um, you know, and not be too focused on that end goal or, you know, I don't know for me, it's um, but I, I hear it said all the time that, um, you know, recovery is, it's a constant progression, um, you know, you can be recovered from something, but then go right back to it. Um, So for me, I feel that, you know, I'm never recovered. You know, I'm never, I'm never recovered. You know, it's never finished. Um, And I don't know, for me, just, you know, accepting that fact and finding enjoyment in it, it greatly helps me with my self-esteem is knowing that, you know, as long as I'm progressing forward, not getting stagnant, you know, not thinking that I have all the answers or
1: that I got this shit all figured out.
0: Um, you know, it, it allows me to increase my self-esteem.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I mean, for me personally, I I don't talk about it a lot, but I just, you know, want to share, like, you know, for me, I, I try on a personal level, you know, every day I just turn it over to God. Like, um, I give credit to God. Um, I believe in the power of prayer and meditation. Um, you know, it's not, something that I do on like, you know, the most regular, like, you know, vigorous rituals of like, you know, prayer and meditation, but to have a higher power and give credit to that, you know, is so essential to me for all the times when I was struggling and I I had those foxhole prayers and I found relief, you know. Um, So, you know, whatever anyone's belief is, I think it's important to me just to say that um, the idea of God and uh, and turning it over to a higher power and asking for help from God has been, um, you know, it, it was an uncomfortable thing at the start, but it, it has definitely been helpful for me and my selfish nature, you know, to, um, to to just give credit to God for a lot of the things that I've, you know, been able to get through and, and just um, also just a lot of the blessings in my life, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, man, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, I think um I think that's that's a great way to, you know, wrap things up. Um, you know, I think we touched on a lot of stuff. You've definitely you've definitely got me, you know, uh just feeling super hopeful. Um and I'm really optimistic um about you know about this process, about you know, furthering myself along in the journey. Um, but yeah, Matt, once again, man, thanks so much. I'm super glad we we're able to Link up. Thanks for hopping on the call and uh, doing this with me.
1: Yeah. And thank you so much for bringing me on your podcast. I think that, um, you know, and thank you for putting these things together. I've um, I found a lot of hope and inspiration in all the podcasts of yours that I've listened to. I think that they're just excellent and I hope that, you know, my contribution is, is, is halfway decent and <laughs> hopefully makes a decent, you know, semi-coherent, uh, ideas podcast for you. And I, I really appreciate, um, you just inviting me onto your podcast, man. And, and, uh, thank you for, for starting it in the first place. Cause I've definitely, um, gained a lot of, uh, help from listening to it.
0: Of course, man. Thank you, Matt. I really appreciate that, man. And, it- it definitely means a lot to me. Um, yeah, man. But yeah. So once again, guys, thanks so much for tuning in this week. And um, I just want to leave you guys with, you know, if you're struggling with acceptance, struggling with self-esteem, um, just know it's okay. And you're not alone. Um, you're never alone in that. I still struggle with that on a daily basis. So um, just try and, you know, take, take into mind that Next time you're struggling to accept something or you catch yourself having negative thoughts. Um, just like I said, like my best piece of advice would be to start practicing, taking a step back and thinking of something you're proud of thinking of something you're grateful for and allowing that to take over the focus and, you know, accept negative thoughts for what they are. They're just thoughts. They don't have to bring you down. You don't ever have to sit in that and you don't ever have to, entertain or believe in negative thoughts um there's always something to be proud of and there's always something to be grateful for um but yeah and matt once again thanks man i really appreciate thanks it for having me. and i hope everyone has a great day and
1: i hope everyone has a great week see you next sunday